and gentlemen, and welcome to the February 27th, 2018 edition of Season 5 of The Court Report on the Nahum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report comes to you every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Sunday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Every week, we will take a look back and a look ahead at all things the Yeshiva League. Had a game this week? Let us know about it. You can friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weisselberg. That's W-E-I-S. E-L-B-E-R-G, or you can like the Court Report fan page. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S, Wise Guy. That's Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y. You can also follow me and connect with me on Instagram, because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Again, Instagram handle, N-S-N Court Report. Let me know about any game that goes on. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Crown Trophy of, of Brooklyn has been serving the Yeshiva League for over a decade, and now that we're getting to nitty-gritty time, they are hard at work preparing championship trophies for each and every one of you that is still fighting. Give them a call, 718-769-4111 for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, coach, official analyst, but most of all, like you, I am a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share on the efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week. Welcome back folks. What an amazing week we just had of playoffs. I cannot wait to share it with you. Uh, But first, a little confession. I know that it is Tuesday night at 7 p.m. for you. For me, however, it is Monday night. Well, technically Tuesday morning. It's about midnight. I have actually just come home from refing the uh, DRS Frisch Varsity game. Um, I actually, right now, am in, uh, well, not right now, but right now for you, I am in TABC doing doing something that um, really is an honor and it's a privilege. And I couldn't pass it up. So for this uh, for this show, it is Monday night for me. It's technically still, um, and that sort of limits me a bit in what's going to happen tonight. I have every score that is uh, that happened this past this past week. I have every score that happened tonight, or should I say last night? But I'm a little bit lacking in terms of context. Monday night is generally the night that I take to go back and take all of the games that happen and not only add in all of what happened during the game, but also take, an all, you know, take all the stats, all the things from the past, anything that I, that I think would be interesting, and just sort of shove it in and create like a mini script for myself just so I know to talk about it. Unfortunately... I do not have that for this week because the necessity of having to record on Monday night sort of took that away. Uh, And also being honored with refing a game tonight, it sort of cut into that timing a little bit as well. So a lot of tonight is going to be really off the cuff, a lot of off memory, and um, I guess not as much from, you know, solid fact. And I apologize for... You know, to the people who who I do miss out on this week, and I apologize for any inaccuracies that may happen this week. I guarantee you, I will make up for it. Uh, trust me. There is so much to get to, though, and I, I cannot believe what happened this week. I know I said last week it was very likely that things, you know, that that would be the you know the maybe the end of our surprises. Boy, was I wrong. A lot of amazing action this past week. Several teams that you didn't think would still be around. Still around. Most leagues right now, 
semifinals. They are ready for the semifinals. There are only a, a couple of leagues that are not at the semifinal stage. Uh, we have boys varsity basketball that by the end of Tuesday night, tonight, will have its semifinal game set. We are also on the other end of things with Girls Varsity B, which currently has its championship already set. But other than that, after Monday night's action, boys JV hockey, boys varsity hockey, boys JV basketball, girls varsity, uh, girls varsity uh, basketball, girls varsity B is at their finals. Girls JV already knows one of its two finals participants but just about every league has or by the end of by the end of the night will be up to its semifinals we are so close folks so close to the end you can almost taste it our first championship game will be over the next week girls varsity b will likely be at the end of this week the start of next week we already know about the amazing action that we're going to carry for you here on the knockham single network starting with if you if right now if it's tuesday night you're listening it's next thursday night march 8th cannot believe we're already there Thursday night, March 8th, we will come to you live from TABC in Teaneck, New Jersey, carrying the Girls JV and Varsity Basketball Championships. The following Sunday, March 11th, we will come to you live from the Max Stern Athletic Center at Yeshiva University. We'll get to um, some other amazing action that had happened involving YU. Just a few minutes, don't worry. You knew we would have to discuss it, and we will. We'll get to that soon, but... March 11th, from the uh, Max Stern Athletic Center on the campus of Yeshiva University, the Boys JV and Varsity Basketball Championships. And finally, the following week, March 18th, we come to you live right here on the Nakam Siegel Network from Lawrence Middle School in Lawrence, Long Island, New York, for the Boys JV and Varsity Hockey Championships. A lot happening over the last week that sort of helped shape that out. Uh, like I say every week, I hope that you guys have uh, taken a hard, good, long look, especially those of you with companies, those of you that, that want to get your name out. I hope you've taken a long, hard look at uh, joining us and becoming a member of the Nakam Single Network family. We already have three, three sponsors whom we'll announce on next week's show. Three sponsors who are, well, two, three sponsors, not official as of yet. We will announce them over the next few days, and we'll make them known to you next week. And we're looking for more. Folks, there is so much that we can do for you. There is so much that these broadcasts can do. We can help you. We can promote your brand. We can spread your message. And there are three companies that have realized that this can be something that really benefits them, and we could benefit you too. You want to get involved. Really low rates, really cheap. Uh, all three games, and who knows? You know, a lot of people watched last year. We had over combined between the two over ten thousand people watching our first JV and varsity hockey plus JV and varsity basketball broadcast. This is the second year that we're doing those. It'll be the first year that we're doing the girls championships. There is so much potential. You could legitimately have over 15,000 people seeing your message, getting to know your brand, your company. You want to be a part of our family? Let us know. We are more than happy to get you involved, get you, get you on board. Believe me, we will do right by you. 
Trust me, last year, Manischewitz, an amazing sponsor, an amazing partner. Uh, we promoted several of their new and fun Pesach line products, promoted their, their grape juice and wine, obviously, as Manischewitz does. Um, looking forward to seeing what we can do for you, just like we did for them. So, folks, time is running out, though. Next Thursday night is the first championship game. So, join us. You'll have three days of you being promoted by us all over the Nachum Siegel Network. Believe me, we'll make it worth your while. Trust me, folks, it will be an amazing time. And the games themselves are going to be phenomenal. They usually are. The championship games over the last few years have generally been extremely, extremely close, extremely nail-biting, and down to the wire. Last year, our two basketball games looked like they were going to be routes by halftime. Both ended up being really close within the last two minutes of the game. The hockey championships were nail-biters. It was two-goal games for the majority. I mean, really one-goal one games. You know, TABC taking, um, taking on Frisch with Frisch having a one nothing lead to the last minute of the game. And then the varsity game where you had DRS and Frisch and that one, that one was a classic. And uh, funny, we'll definitely discuss a little more about that game as we get into tonight. Tonight, folks, an amazing recap of what was really an amazing week all across the board. We are going to dive right into it. Again, I apologize. Like I said, right now, the time for you is not exactly the time for me. For you, it is, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, roughly, roughly 7, 708, 709. For me, however, right now, it is about, I would say about 1215. We are on different wavelengths and different time because I literally, like I said, literally just got back from refing the DRS Frisch champ, uh, sorry, DRS Frisch quarterfinal game. And, uh, you know what? With that, we are actually going to start out with varsity hockey. So let's jump right in. Oh, you know what? Let, let me, I'll get back to that. Give me a second. I, I, I told you we would get to something else, and I'm going to do that before we get to that. So first of all, a huge congratulations go out to Elliot's, Coach Elliot Steinmetz and the YU men's basketball squad. Congratulations, guys, on winning the Skyline Championship, their first ever Skyline Conference Championship. So great job. Uh, three games as the, as, the, uh, as the week went on. Two of them as the, the, the lower seed, topping the number one and number two seeds uh, in succession in order to win. And will now go on to the uh, Division Three version of March Madness, uh, the the uh, the Division Three NCAA basketball tournament. I, I had the chance to experience uh, the D3 uh, basketball championship back when I was in college as a member of the New York University athletic department. Uh, when NYU's girls uh, basketball, women's basketball team went to, I believe it was two during my four years there. So I got the chance to really experience what March Madness is all about, and for YU. They're going to get a taste of it. They, uh, they'll be in York, Pennsylvania this weekend. And uh, good luck to them. Hopefully they come out of the regionals and keep going strong. So congratulations. Uh, keep tuned in to them. Hopefully, hopefully... 
there is more great stuff to talk about for them in the future. Now, let's get back to Yeshiva League action and start out with boys varsity hockey. So like I said, boys varsity hockey up to the semifinals. When we left you last week, however, there were still two games left to be determined to get to the quarterfinals. We had told you about Rambam's 5-2 win over Hank and about North Shore's 2-1 win over Solomon Schechter. That filled out the west side of the bracket, or the west hosting side of the bracket. We knew that Rambam was going to travel to TABC, west to TABC, and then North Shore, the five seed, was going to travel to west number one SAR. Um, We'll get to those games in just a second, taking a look at the other action from the first round in varsity hockey. Uh, Both games actually took place uh, this past Tuesday, last Tuesday night, just after we got off the air, the first game to happen, was MTA and JEC during the regular season. MTA, uh, the uh, the three seed, had amassed a record of 10 wins and four losses. JEC taking the last playoff spot uh, with a record of 5 and 8. That was 10 points. The two played two weeks uh, or a week or two prior, and that one went the way of MTA uh, by the score of 6-3. to three. This game would be a little bit tighter, not by so much. This one would be MTA once again taking the victory 5-3 to three to move on. So we sort of knew how the bracket was going to fill out from there. Uh, MTA, we knew as the West 3 seed would face the East 2 seed. That would be Hafter. That game also took place tonight. We knew that what that meant was that DRS, the East 1 seed, would face the winner of the other game that happened that night, Frisch and Kushner. And uh, we told you during the regular season how how Frisch blitzed Kushner during the regular season. It was pretty much the same here. Frisch taking an 8-0 victory over Kushner to move on to the quarterfinal round. So our quarterfinal brackets were set. We knew that East 1 DRS would now take on West 4 Frisch. We knew West 2 uh, TABC would host East 3 Rambam in the top half of the bracket. In the bottom half of the bracket, you had West 1 SAR and East 5 North Shore. And you had East 2 Hafter hosting West 3 MTA. One of those four games happened not tonight. One of those four, or last night. One of those four games happened last week when TABC and Rambam did battle. It was a close nothing-nothing game through a period and a half before before TABC got on the board with a goal by Avram Gelman. A Rambam attempting to make a comeback could not fight off the penalty bug, spent a lot of time in the box. TABC would not capitalize on the power play, would, po- would capitalize shortly thereafter, though. Yitzi Kopstick draining home goal number two for the Storm. Uh, Kiva Hain would finish it off with an empty netter with only a few seconds left to go, giving TABC the 3-0 victory, sending the Storm back to the semifinals. The only question is, who would they face? And that would come, the answer would come tonight. We're going to save that game for less. There's a lot to get through and a lot of history. Uh, teams with not much history and really not much history to talk about after tonight, SAR and North Shore. Um, West 1 SAR came in with only one blemish to their record, and that was an overtime loss to TABC. North Shore, 8-5, sorry, 8-5-1 and one in the East, the fifth seed after in a, 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 I guess you can call it an upset, not really so much an upset over Solomon Schechter. Um, North Shore's run ending right there, though. SAR showing why they are the, at this point, 
at this point, the most dominant offensive team, draining North Shore 13 to nothing. So SAR would move on and will host a game in the semifinals. Who would they play? That answer would also come tonight in the form of the Hafter Hawks and the MTA Lions. Uh, I believe the last time that these two teams met up in the playoffs all the way back, I, I'm, I'm tempted to say that it was 2012. Give me one second. I'm actually going to check that. That was... See, the, the benefit of this is I can actually go on the website and take a look. Sorry, it was 2011. Uh, 2011, when MTA went on that uh, magical run uh, in, in, in route to winning their championship. In the first round, or in the quarterfinals, uh, MTA, uh, was it the quarterfinals? Yes, it was the quarterfinals because they ended up beating uh, SAR after that uh, in the semis and then defeated DRS in the championship. But... In the quarterfinals, they would take on the Hafter Hawks, and that game was a doozy going to overtime. A one nothing goal, a nothing one nothing victory on a goal by Eitan Rosenfeld. At that point, a sophomore making the difference in the game. Uh, in route to their championship victory. Question is, would they be able to recap that magic tonight? Hafter trying to make sure that that would not be the case at home, and the Hafter Hawks would dominate from the outset. Final score, Hafter 6-2. to two. So Hafter, moving on to the semifinals, they will face the SAR Sting. We will get to that in just one second. But the game with the most history, especially recent, was the one that happened in DRS tonight. Um, honestly, it's always amazing to be asked to uh, officiate one of these games because the games with history mean that there's so much on the line between between the kids involved. Let, let's uh, just even if we just took you back two years, let's take you back two years where these these two exact teams met up in the JV Championship game. Uh, Frisch DRS, uh, Frisch uh, sorry DRS. Taking that one by the score of, I believe it was 3-1. to one. Uh, My memory could be failing me. Might have been another late goal that, that I'm just, I'm blanking a bit on it now. Uh, but DRS coming away, t- defeating this team for the JV Championship. Last year, also, uh, a, a, another footnote for both the JV and the varsity. So the juniors and the seniors both getting in on the history last year in the semifinals of the JV League. Frisch and DRS met up in DRS. Game would go to overtime, tied at one. In the overtime session, sophomore defenseman Josh Levine would fire a shot home to send Frisch to the upset victory into the championship game where we know they took the championship over TABC. The varsity teams, well, that we captured last year as part of the Nakam Single Network's broadcast of the Varsity Championship game. We know what happened there. We know Jakey Friedman's domination in net. We remember Shlomo Mansbach scoring two key goals in the victory. We uh, And DRS walking away with last year's championship, leaving Frisch frustrated and looking for answers. So this year... The two teams meeting back in DRS, you knew it was going to be an extremely hard-fought, extremely pride-filled contest. And, it, and it, it was right off the bat that you could tell that Frisch had just a little more juice, and they made it count late in the first period. Uh, Sammy Weiss uh, looking to get the ball in front of the net, banks it off a DRS defenseman, 
over Jakey Friedman's glove into the net for the one nothing Frisch lead. DRS would get several opportunities on the power play, could not capitalize. But who would capitalize? Frisch would do it again. Second period um, coming up the court with the ball. Uh, Arie Bloom rockets a shot right into the right into the top shelf to give Frisch a 2 nothing lead. Frisch really holding their own. Isaac Markovic doing an amazing job in net. The Frisch Cougars themselves throwing their bodies all over the place in terms of blocking the ball. Really doing an amazing job of keeping DRS frustrated and not allowing their shots to get to the net, not allowing the uh, the the anything really to get in front. Markovic ma- really making uh, his you know his play count when his team needed him. DRS would, however, get on the board in the third period, All, just before the change. Aiden Englander would rocket a shot from the back line that would tip off the top of Markovic's glove and into the top corner of the net. And DRS had new life. DRS would get one more chance on the power play, would not be able to convert. Frisch taking away the 2-1 championship. But for the seniors, the final say goes to them. They continue in their last chance for a championship season. So here is how our brackets look moving forward. And it's two very familiar foes for the semifinals. Obviously, when it comes down to the Route 4 rivalry, you know what that's about. Last year, Frisch taking out TABC on their road to the to the finals. You, it's There is no love lost. The juniors from last year's JV championship game. This is going to be an amazing, action-packed semifinal. TABC, the West 2 seed, hosting Frisch, the West 4 seed. Um, as of now, I don't know when that game is going to be. I don't know when either of the games are going to be. I can only tell you that they have a ton of time. Obviously, this week is hard because you have you have Tanis Esther tomorrow. You have Purim Thursday. So the first things that are... It's not even going to happen until at the very least Saturday night. If it does, I don't know whether or not these teams are going to want to have such a quick turnaround. They have literally uh, two and a half weeks before the championship game. So they can afford to wait a week or a week and a half before they play it. Rumors are flying around that the 7th is going to be the date picked. We will see. We'll figure it out. And we'll get that to you right here on the court report. The other game, uh, this one has become, it was a, Bigger rivalry, I want to say, three, four years ago. And this is West number one SAR and East number two Hafter. These two produced two of the most memorable semifinal contests two years ago, three years ago. Was it, at this point, was it three and four years ago? I, I can barely remember. Um, well, if that's the case, why don't I just check to see when the championship banners were? Okay, so 2013-2014, 2014-2015, those were the years. 2013-2014, that's actually, I- I'm going to say, the last time that I was actually up, maybe later than this, doing a, uh, doing a, a uh, doing my, um, you know, doing the court report, you know, at, at night, not being in studio. But, that one was the most memorable game because it was the longest game in Yeshiva League history. Four overtimes, back and forth between the two until, uh, if I remember correctly, it was uh, Emil Kirstein. Uh, uh, again, 
memory's memory's failing me, but I certainly believe that that's actually that that's actually correct. Plotting uh, potting in the back of the net to give Hafter the victory and route to their first championship. The two would meet up again the next year. Not quite as as long of a game, but certainly a game that would that would you know live on. After taking that one, I believe the final score for that one was three to one, and route to their second straight championship. And so we have the history. Well, when we get to JV, we'll actually—it's funny—we'll actually recap a little more history from that same exact night when we look at JV. But these are your two semifinal matchups in varsity hockey. You have Frisch and TABC. You have SAR and Hafter. DRS not getting a chance to uh, to defend their crown. It's been a very, very long time since we have not had a... Well, no, it hasn't. Sorry. Let me correct that. It's been two years since we've since we have not had a DRS a, a D, uh, DRS varsity team in the semifinals. If I um, if I remember correctly, that year DRS ended up losing to SAR in the quarterfinals. They did not make it to the semifinal round, so I am going to correct myself on that. But that's where we stand so far. You have Frisch and TABC. You have SAR and Hafter. We will get that to you, and the res- you know, we'll get to you the the scheduling and the results of those games right here on the court report all leading up to the Varsity Championship game at Lawrence Middle School on March 18th, which you will be able to see right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Moving over to JV Hockey now. JV had a very interesting week. We knew of one game coming into la- coming into this week, and that was TABC advancing after a 7-1 win over Mag and David. The other three games happened over the past week. You had East 1 Rambam and West 4 Kushner, West 2 Frisch and East 3 DRS, East 2 Hafter, and West number 3 SAR. Taking a look, we'll start out at the top with East 1 Rambam, West 4 Kushner. This game was uh, a really interesting game, and only because of, well, not only because, but with a little bit of, a, of history added in. Um, the history here really lies in the Kushner team and one Rambam player, that being Rambam goalie Judah Orlansky. Judah, uh, a member of last year's Yavne. Red Hawks team, Yavne in Jersey, Judah coming over across the river to Rambam for high school. But Judah, a member of that team, losing in the championship game to the Kushner Cobras. Majority of that Kushner team, or the main players from that Kushner team, finding their way to Kushner High School on their JV team this year. So a, a, a very much a young Kushner squad but a Kushner squad that knows how to win a championship, and for the most part over the last year, knowing how to solve Judah Orlansky. So the question is, would Orlansky be able to help keep Rambam, the one seed from the East, alive in these playoffs? From the very beginning, it was an extremely tight contest. This, this, you had a feeling this was going to be one of the best games of the first round, if not the best game of the quarterfinals, and it really did live up to it. But the home team would take advantage early on. Yehuda Nenner netting one midway through the first period to give Rambam the lead. Second period scramble in front of the Kushner net. Rambam's Yehuda Nenner would do it again. Nenner plotting in his second goal of the night on a scramble right in front to give them the two 
to nothing lead. That wouldn't stay to nothing for very long. Max Orbach right in front would tap the ball in past Orlansky, and we would have ourselves a 2-1 to one game. It would be an extremely tight battle down the back stretch. Though Rambam finishing off the job, 2-1 victory, moving on to the semifinals. Uh, who they would play, that was decided this past Saturday night between DRS and Frisch. Uh, ironically, another game that I had the chance to, to officiate. Uh, uh, another interesting game. Two teams uh, fought to a 3-1 game in the regular season. Uh, it was uh, 1-1. Up until the very you know the last few minutes of the third period, two goals were scored, one on an empty netter. Would this live up to that? And the answer is it, it absolutely did. Um, however, it was a little more one-sided. Frisch would go up two to nothing. Um, DRS would score a, a goal uh, in the third period, much like they did tonight, in order to cut the deficit. Frisch would score again late in the third period in order to cap off a 3-1 victory to move on to the semifinals where they will face the Rambam Ravens. I'll get to that in just a second. That's actually the little piece of history or the little history back from that night that I was referring to. I'll get to that in just a second. We knew TABC had already beaten Mag and David. Hafter and SAR would do battle uh, this past, uh, or should I say, last Tuesday night as well. After an SAR, uh, a very tight contest. Adam Goldman, Zach Bach, Ian Friedman, all scoring goals for the Hawks. Hawks uh, taking the 3-0 victory, Friedman's goal, a uh, an empty netter. I, I know that the website says 2-0. The final score was actually 3-0. I think somebody was just trying to keep the empty netter off there. But a 3-0 Hafter victory. Hafter taking the win over SAR to move on to the semifinals. So these semifinals are also between two teams that are very familiar with each other over the past few years. Let's start out at the top. Rambam Frisch. So, I'm going to go back, take you back uh, three years ago. Last week, we mentioned, we talked about how, we talked about the, the uh, I guess, we talked about Rambam with, uh, with Daniel Yitzhaki and his brother Jonathan Yitzhaki, Daniel Yitzhaki and their game against Kushner. Well, that was, I believe at this point, that was four years ago. Well, three years ago, these two teams met up in the semifinals in Rambam. The very same night as that Hafter SAR game. Um, I, I know that because I was ama- I was running around like a like a rabid animal between both games because both games went to overtime. Uh, Rambam taking the two one victory over Frisch in that semifinal game. Uh, a little controversial. The, the thoughts of that that Frisch had actually scored in the closing seconds of the third period with a goal waved off, but. In the end, Rambam taking that victory, going on to the finals, where they would eventually lose to SAR. Um, so Rambam and Frisch looking to renew that that little, I can't say a rivalry, but there's definitely a little bit of unfinished business on Frisch's end. Rambam looking to head back to the JV finals for the first time since that year. One of these two teams will get back there. On the other end of the bracket, you have TABC and Hafter. Two teams met earlier this year, TABC taking the 2-0 victory. Um, Two teams also meeting last year in the JV semifinals. TABC moving on after a 2-1 victory. Uh, The victory sealed late in the the, uh, third period. 
in order to move on to the finals. Hafter now looking for a little bit of retribution. A lot of the same players that were on that team last year. But in order to do so, they're going to have to go through the best goalie in, you know, by the eye test, by the numbers, the best goalie in the JV League. Uh, and that is Charles Gibber in TABC's net. Charles Gibber stands up to the challenge. It's going to be a very long night. On the other end, though, Billy Glickman. If there's a, if there's a 1A to Gibber, it's definitely it's definitely Glickman. The two of them, really, two of the best goalies in the JV League this year, uh, getting to renew that little scrum that they had earlier on this year. In TABC, this game again will be in TABC. That day, that game we know will happen on February seventh. Uh, waiting on the Rombom Frisch game. Uh, let me check online, see whether or not that has actually been scheduled yet. And by the uh, looks of it, the game has not been scheduled yet, at least as of my time. It may be scheduled already for you, but 7.45 uh, on the 7th will be Hafter and TABC. Frisch and Rambam still remains to be seen. But that's where we stand so far as it relates to JV Hockey. Again, that championship game happening when? March 18th. Prior to the uh, prior to the Varsity Championship, which you can see right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Once again, you are listening to the Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League playoffs. We are sponsored once again by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, taking you through to basketball. Starting out in varsity basketball, varsity basketball a very light week. Varsity basketball, most of their games are happening tonight, Tuesday night. One game did happen last night. Everything else was sort of determined beforehand. Uh, again, taking you back through the first round. Rambam defeating Flatbush. Hank defeating Hafter. Waterbury upsetting TABC. Heschel and Ramaz playing tonight. Funny enough, though, we're already, we already have one team in the semifinals, and that game still has not yet been played. That game is being played tonight. I'm assuming that the, there will be a quick turnaround. They will end up, the winner of that game will end up facing DRS. Here's how the quarterfinals bracket looks after all that. You have West 1 Frisch against East 4 Hank. You'll have East 2 DRS against the winner of the Heschel-Ramaz game tonight. Waterbury and Mag and David playing tonight. East 1 Mag and David uh, hosting West 6 Waterbury. And the one game that did happen on the week, West 2 SAR, East 3 Rambam. More history on the hockey end between these two. Uh, between these two. But, so you, you wouldn't really expect to, to see, uh, you know, uh, uh, I can't say you wouldn't expect to see a, a prideful game. There's always going to be pride here. But there, there isn't much history on the on the basketball and more like I said on the hockey end but boy did these two teams put on a show very close game though it would go to the host the SAR Sting for the 49-42 victory over the Rambam Ravens so Rambam the three seed uh taking the loss uh after what was a successful year um uh but SAR moving on to the semifinals looking to make their way to the championship game for these seniors. It has been three years since they've been to the finals. Um, the last time they were, oh, was it? No, sorry. Sorry for the seniors. It's been two years uh, since, their, uh, since their back-to-back games with Frisch. This class exact was in the championship. They were there as freshmen and they were there as sophomores looking to make their way back 
to the to a finals this way this time on the varsity level. Uh, so the other three games or two of the other games happening tonight, uh, three game, two of the quarterfinals plus one first round, the Heschel Ramaz game happening tonight, Frisch Hank happening tonight, Mag and David Waterbury happening tonight. So we will know three of the three of the semifinals teams, two of the and one and the two remaining quarterfinal team. That game, that uh, that other uh, quarterfinal game, likely to happen sometime early next week, which uh, I mean it's going to have to be because they don't have that much time to make the the um, the other the the, the semifinal game. Um, it's literally going to have to be a quick turnaround. I wouldn't be shocked if they if they scheduled that game for Saturday night, this coming Saturday night, the third. Um, and then made them play the semifinal game probably, uh, I would say, Monday or Tuesday, uh, the the 5th or 6th, because their championship game is happening on March 11th in uh, in Yeshiva University, the Max Stern Athletic Center. Uh, again, coverage for that will be right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. So we will have those results for you next week right here on the court report. Moving over to JV. That is a bracket that's just a little more filled out. A lot of their games happening tonight. Taking you through what did happen last week. We told you about the two upsets that happened in the first round. YDE, 40-26 upset over DRS. Mag and David taking on and taking out North Shore, 53-50. to So the East 5 and the East 6 moving on to, the, uh, to face the Western Conference teams. YDE matching up with Frisch tonight, uh, and uh, Mag and David matching up with JEC a little earlier on this week. Other two games, uh, we knew that TABC defeated Heschel 57-41. to They would go on to face Shari Torah um, in Shari Torah on this past Sunday. And in the other game, the, the final first-round game, uh, Ramaz and SAR, the two teams played to a very, very close SAR victory uh, in the regular season, so you would expect the game to be close. Not quite so much, and not quite the result you would expect. Another upset, this time the West 5 seed, defeating the West 4 seed, 71-51 to in favor of the Ramaz Rams. So we would have three of four lower seed teams moving on. The only lower seed team not to move on would be the Heschel Heat in, uh, in defeating TABC. But you had the West 5, the East Five and the East Six, all in the semifinals, and would any of them, uh, would any of them come out alive? The answer is yes. You know that we would have at least one, and it's the defending champions, the Mag and David Warriors, going to overtime with JEC. JEC having a phenomenal season, going nine and one, almost taking out the the undefe- the only undefeated team remaining. Frisch at the end of the regular season. The JEC Thunder not able to stand up to the defending champions, the Mag and David Warriors. Mag and David outstripping JEC in the overtime by 10, 51-41. So Mag and David stays alive to defend their crown. And who would they face? That would be the Hafter Hawks. Hafter taking the win over Ramaz, 66-51. So that's one lower seed knocked off. It'll be East 1 Hafter and East 5 Mag and David. Hafter taking that uh, regular season meeting uh, that they played earlier on this year. The score in uh, that game, uh, give me one second, I'll get that for you. The score in that game between Hafter and Mag and David 
was a 69-58 to win by Hafter uh, just after the turn of the calendar year, January 2nd. So, recent. The question is, who will get there? Will it be the Eastern Division champion? Will it be the reigning, defending JV champions? One of these two teams will make it to the finals. And who would their opponents be? Well... YDE, one week after upsetting DRS, really looking to take on a, uh, a fresh team that has run on all cylinders. And honestly, tonight did not, or last night, did not look like that at all for the Frisch Cougars. Frisch, uh, even being down by 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 a decent margin uh, early on, I would not would not give up. Came all the way back and uh, would close it out in the last few minutes, defeating YDE 55-46. to But the E6 seed put a scare into the West number one seed. Uh, and, and so and YDE, a lot to be proud of after this year. Uh, these guys really going to make a name for themselves on the varsity level. But Frisch still goes on, still undefeated, 55-46 to in the final game that happened this past Sunday. TABC obliterating Shari Torah in Brooklyn, 62-41. to So our semifinals look like this. We already told you about Hafter, Mag, and David, but now you have West 1 Frisch, West 3 TABC. Uh, TABC, uh, a, these four teams, these same four teams, the semifinalists from last season, just a little mixed. Last year we had Hafter and TABC with TABC moving on and Mag and David Frisch with Mag and David moving on. Now we're going to have Frisch and TABC, the Route 4 rivalry, the second Route 4 rivalry uh, matchup that we will have. We have it in JV basketball just as well as we have it in JV hockey. And one of those two teams will go on. It's basically an East versus West here. It's a New York versus New Jersey. We will have a New Jersey champion between Frisch and TABC. We'll have a New York champion between Hafter and Mag and David. Frisch took the regular season meeting between these two teams and uh, very much looking to double up on that when these two teams will face. Uh, Let me check the site just to see whether or not those games have been set and as of my time on Monday night it does not look as if that is the case I I guess that makes sense Uh, I mean really Frisch only just won their game tonight so or last night I keep doing that but it's it it certainly is my mindset again I'm coming to you uh, I'm I'm recording this on Monday night, just after refing the Frisch DRS basketball, uh, sorry, hockey game. See, I'm even, it's so late, I'm even confusing what I refed um, this uh, this evening. And uh, so my my frame of reference and your frame of reference, two completely different frames of reference. Uh, but that's where we stand right now. Um, again, oh, no, no, none of the semifinal games have been, have been uh, figured out, but they have... They have a bit of bit more leeway. Uh, they're obviously playing the same day as the varsity championship. That will be Sunday, March 11th, at the uh, Max Stern Athletic Center on the campus of Yeshiva University, and we will carry that championship for you right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We'll have all these times for these games next week. But the first of our games will be the Girls JV and Varsity Championships. And who would be in that? Well, let's move over to Girls Varsity A to find that out. Girls Varsity A had three matchups decided 
over the last week. We knew already Bruria would make it to the semifinal game by virtue of a 46-37 win over Flatbush. The question is, who would join them? And uh, let's, let's just say that this semifinal and this championship, by virtue, is going to be, have a little bit of a Western flair. And no, I'm not referring to cowboy hats and guns and, uh, and Indians and, and the like and the Wild West. No, I'm referring to the fact that much like in girls' varsity hockey for the last few years, this is going to be an all-West affair. In all four games, the Western Division teams found a way to win. We'll start out with with the uh, the probably the most... I'm going to say, I can't say the shocking, but because of the matchups that happened over the year. West 4, Maya Note, eking out a win over East 1, Ramaz, 39-37. to that happened last week. Maya Note moving on to the semifinals where they will face up against Bruria. That game will be this coming Saturday night. Two teams met uh, over the course of this year. Uh, obviously because, well, they're both in the West, so they, they had ample time to, uh, to, to have that meetup. Uh, that, uh, that contest went the way of Maya Note by a 3.2724 victory. Bruria looking to uh, to set the stage this time at home and route to a hopeful championship appearance on the lower end. Like I said, we told you, uh, well, we didn't tell you about any of these because these all happened over the past week. West won SAR, the dominant team on the season, a 51-36 victory over East 4 North Shore to move on to the semifinals where they will host the West 3 Frisch Cougars. West 3 Frisch taking out the East number 2 seed Central 48-39. to So Frisch and SAR moving on to face each other. These two teams obviously familiar with each other. Uh, no love lost between these two after championship game after championship game. Um, we, I mean, it, it, it bears repeating how, how these teams met up in JV, how they've met up before in varsity. It's just, there's, there's the rivalry between the two is just immense. This may be the girls' rivalry, SAR and Frisch, and we are going to get to see it play out right in front of us on the 3rd. It is also going to be on the 3rd in SAR. Uh, SAR taking the two meetings that they played this year, uh, the first one all the way back in November by the score of 49-25, to 25, taking last week, uh, sorry, the last game, uh, the first week of February, 48 to 37 um that kept that that was the capper on SAR's undefeated season SAR looking to put down another one and route to the championship so we have our final four Mayanote Bruria SAR Frisch all western teams so we'll have an all western final which which uh, you know that'll that'll actually come to bear because the championship game will be in TABC next Thursday night, or if you're listening to one on Sunday, this coming Thursday night. Uh, we do not have the times for you. I will have that for you next week on the court report, uh, but tune in next Thursday night as that will be the first of our three broadcasts for the uh, for the championship games. Um, 
So the question is, though, who would end up joining them from the JV side of things? And we're going to move over to that before we jump to girls varsity because that's going to be what we finish out with today. Uh, moving over to girls JV, two games on the past week. You already know Maya Note defeating North Shore 48-29 to a few weeks ago to move on to one semifinal. Frisch taking the other semifinal uh, slot as the West 2 seed defeating East number 3 Hank at home, bombarding them, score 55-20. to 20. So set up the semifinals, SAR Maya Note. That game happening tonight. But the game that did go on, Hafter and Frisch, closest of margins, a one-point victory for the, the for the visiting Frisch Cougars, knocking off the nine and one Hafter Hawks. So Frisch, the battle of two nine and one teams, Frisch and Hafter, Frisch taking it by the score of forty-six to forty-five, ending Hafter's dream season, moving on to the championship where they will play either SAR. Or Maya Note. It would be really funny if we got to see Frisch and SAR uh, do battle once again. Uh, I, like I said, these are these are schools with uh, a massive amount of history. But Maya Note looking to really make uh, make their mark going back to a final. I believe the last time that Maya Note was in a final, it had to be over the last over the last. Uh, I want to say two to three years. I know that they lost to SAR. Oh yeah, sorry. They won. They lost to SAR back in back in 2014. They won the championship the next year again in 2015. And uh, last year, last year though, um, Frisch and SAR did battle. Uh, SAR walking away with the nine point victory. And so whoever whoever Frisch plays, Frisch SAR, Frisch Mayanote, there's not go. There's there's a lot of history behind it. And for one of these teams, it's going to be another championship. Will it be Frisch, the uh, 9-1 team, upended by SAR on the very last possible moment in order to knock them out of the number one slot in the West? Or will it be Maya Note, the, uh, the upstart, looking to jump themselves back into championship contention? Again, it'll be another Western Conference affair. Very fitting, again, like I said, that this game is going to take place in TABC as we will have an all-West championship battle for the JV Basketball League for the girls. So for the girls, varsity and JV, all the West in TABC next Thursday night. Tune in. You are not going to want to miss it. Finally, we're going to move back over to the uh, to the girls varsity B playoffs. The girls varsity B now up to their championship. Uh, we we told you last week. We recapped last week how we got to where we got. Uh, Bruria, the runaway uh, winner during the regular season, going a perfect 12 and 0. The three teams behind it all falling into line. And ending the season tied with a record of eight and four, going to a three-way coin flip because all tiebreakers are even, and it really did determine the matchups. And the ma- obviously the coin flips determined the matchups, but the matchups that were determined, uh, honestly, the co- it, it, you have to question whether or not these games would you know are are how it could have and should have worked out if it was going based on I guess the eye test. By the eye test all year, Mag and David clearly not a four seed. Uh, SKA and Elon, uh, the question is whether either of them should have been hosting a playoff game. But you know what? This is what happens, and this is how things fell out, and it did. Brewery and Mag and David 
really tough contest. Mag and David uh, going up early uh, after getting pounded by Breweria twice during the regular season. Mag and David going up, taking a nice lead. Breweria making a comeback. Uh, game ended up tied going into overtime. Breweria taking the 2.35-33 victory, knocking off Mag and David. If you'd have asked me a couple of weeks ago, this should have, should potentially have been the championship game. It's not. It was done. This was our first round contest, and so there will be another team that will fight for the championship. Now, the inter- interestingly enough, SKA and Elon doing battle. SKA the three, Elon the two. One would lead to would have been led to lead, to believe SKA had the upper hand in this battle. Although they were on the road, they took out they took out Elon twice during the uh, the girls varsity B regular season. Now, um, if you give me a second, I'll pull up the uh, the matchups. This way, I can tell you just you know exactly how those games went because it it, it, it it's very fitting. You know, you had SKA. Uh, defeating them 40 to 33 in SKA, and then a very close 42 to 40. So you know what? I'm going to take that back. Those games very very tight, and so it, I guess it makes this result not so, you know, not so surprising, but certainly certainly one that f- that's for the history books. Elon taking the victory over SKA 38 to 30. SKA will not be fighting for another championship. SKA has been the champion for as far back as we can remember. So not only are they not going to be to, to be champions this year, they're not even going to get the chance to defend their crowns. Instead, it is going to be Bruria and Elon. Bruria uh, t- uh, and Elon have met up twice this year. Uh, Bruria taking uh, that, taking those two battles um, by the score of 40 to 29, which opened the season, and then a 10.36 to 26 victory uh, back in December. That game is going to be—I I don't know. Let me—I don't think it has been decided yet when that championship is going to be. Uh, but I guess we'll get that to you. That's probably going to happen sometime early next week. I don't know that it's going to take much longer than that. Um, probably, I, I would venture to say potentially next Tuesday, but don't hold me to that. Again, I don't have that information, and it's something I'm sure that we'll find out maybe you know, maybe just after Purim. Uh, but they have time. They can play this really whenever they want. Uh, that they have, they have all the time in the world because they're not really bound by any by any other constraints. That game, however, will not be covered by the Nakam Siegel Network broadcast. Again, uh, as we know, Girls Varsity B uh, held to a little more Machmir standards, and uh, so it's not something that we're going to be televising, uh, and uh, I can't even actually be in attendance. So it's not as if that's actually even a, <laughs> a reality at all. Um, but uh, so there you have it, folks. Look where we are. I, I don't think that was such a bad show. I think I think I got a lot of the main points in, even without being able to do as much research. And I, I apologize for that again. Like I said, having to get this done on a Monday night because right now, for you guys, right now, I am in TABC warming up to do uh, something that's actually a, a very a very big honor. I, I'm right now. Uh, going to be refing uh, a junior, uh, the Jersey Junior High Hockey Championship game, which to me, whenever I, whenever somebody is asked to uh, officiate a championship game, it it's a it is an honor. It is a it, it's basically a 
I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's being it's being honored for a body of work, and uh, you know, after being doing this for so long, I've done girls championship games, I've done boys junior high championship games in you know in New York in the league that I've coached in. Um, I have not done. Uh, I've also done a girls junior high championship out in New Jersey, um, but. To be honored, to be honored like this by a league that I'm not necessarily a part of. I've done several semifinal games, uh, a couple of quarterfinal games, but this is really this is going to be the first time that I've been asked to come across the river into a league that I've never, I haven't really been a part of, and to be a part of it. So I'm exceptionally honored, and I'm very thankful. Just want to go back to one because I know that I forgot something, and I, I knew I should have added this back in hockey. Um, the one re- the one thing that I'm very upset about that I couldn't get for you tonight, uh, because there's obvious, you know, I don't have the chance to, to find out, is noting the fact that this is going to be the first year in a very, very, very long time since uh, that we do not have DRS. Forget about it in a championship game, in a semifinal. I'm not, sh- I can't even remember this. When we have not had a DRS, JV, or varsity team in contention to reach a final. It is just that, you know, it's just that big a deal. Hopefully I'll have that answer for you next week right here on the court report. Before we get ready to go though, I do want to uh, mention one thing that happened uh, this past weekend. Um, As a coach, you know, there, there are certain things that are, that are a given when you're coaching junior high sports, you know, you get the chance to see people's bar mitzvah, you know, see people become bar mitzvahed, um, you know, if you make the right impact and you're around long enough, you get the chance to um, see people get married, see your kids get married, and I say by your kids, I mean kids that you coach, get married, have kids of their own, be there to help celebrate. Um, the one thing that you, you never you never really consider is dealing with funerals. And um, this, past, this past week, um, today actually, um, I had the misfortune of having uh, my 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 first, hopefully, God willing, my last. Um, back in 2006, 2007, 2007, 2008, as a coach of the Hank, um, the Hank uh, Cavs junior high hockey team, I had the the pleasure to coach Tal Levy. Tal tragically passed away this weekend, and um, it's. It hits hard because you, you you realize that kids, you know, parents should not be, you know, holding funerals for their kids. And as someone who I got the chance to watch grow, not only, you know, as a kid, but also a little later on as, as an adult getting to play with him and, you know, in a couple of adult leagues and to just really watch him grow. It, it saddens me, and it, it, this should never be part of the territory. And uh, God willing, God willing, it, it will never happen again. No, no parent, no coach, no, no teammate should ever have to experience this. My heart goes out to all the members of his family and all the members of our team that uh, were close to him. All right, folks, we're going to wrap this up now. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in next week where we will set up the finals for each of our championship games. 
If you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can catch the Encore presentation every Sunday night at 7 p.m., or you can find the Court Report in our archives on the Nachum Siegel Network app tomorrow morning. Jam the AM with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the app or at NachumSiegel.com. Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Give them a call, 718-769-4111 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning like you did this morning on Jam in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning Jam in the AM sports update. Once again, I'm Elliot Weiselberg reminding you, it's good to be smart, but better to be wise. See you next week right here on The Court Report, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. Oh, 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 oh